God that shout in the house. Yes, madam. your mouth get set. Let us go. Amen. Amen. So tonight, Anadri, come and express thanks. Alright. If you can't say thank you for one, you don't qualify for two. If you can be thankful in little things, God will do great things. Me, I don't know about you. But I owe God a lot of thanksgiving. And I owe him a lot. I owe him a lot. I didn't know I would be here. I didn't know even life would turn out like this. But when I see all his goodness, like a Karoko said, who am I? And what is my house? You look at yourself today. Ten years ago, you had no hope that life would be like this. Some of the things you went through, you thought that was your end. But God is faithful. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Yeah, it's not it. been all smooth throughout the year. And yeah, but, yes, but even in our most difficult times, and so, yeah, he that keepeth Israel, he never sleeps, nor slumbers. And Somebody clap your hands and give him praise. Tell your neighbor tonight. Oh, tell your neighbor tonight. At 4.30. Come with a bucket full of thanksgiving. Tell the person for me, come with a bucket full of thanksgiving. Yeah, or if a bucket is too small, a barrel full of thanksgiving. Yeah. We go dirty on ourselves. Medanasi, I will even thank him for what he has not yet done. I will thank him until we say that now take it. I might get somebody to join me to thank him like that. Can I hear somebody say amen? Obinka, amen. I was going to conclude my teachings on who is your friend. I have nine minutes. I have nine minutes. So I'll just summarize what is left because from next week we can't, we would have to move on to something different. So take your notebook and your pen. So let me summarize it. What is left? So I mentioned the other day that there are levels of friendship. 
Me boss today come and say, "Now for fun and pen so But this life, Abraboy, people who don't like you when they hear good things about you, they keep quiet. Among people, I say, "What's in your mouth? Papa, who are you?" When they hear bad things about you, they spread it. If you want to know who, who a good friend is, a good friend trumpets your good news and celebrates you. And they don't rejoice when bad things happen to you. I mentioned the levels of friendship, but quickly just write this. So we intend them. There are what we call the outer court friendship. Or casual friends. So casual friends. Hello, hi, how are you? How's the family? Blah, blah, blah. Once a while, you call each other. Once a while, you text each other. Casual friendship. Number two, we are what we call inner friends. These must be friends you trust. They would have proven themselves to be faithful in little things. Must have shown interest in you and in your life. And in your life and your family. And this feeling of showing interest must be mutual. So there are people you are interested in their lives. And they are genuinely also interested in your life. This friends must share your principles and your value systems. So you hold the same principles. We uphold the same values. And then number three, we have what we call inner or intimate friends. Intimate friends. This or this level of friendship is a friendship where you share everything. This is the part where you can tell them the hardest truth and they are ready to accept it. They must have proven to be loyal. This is a stage where you are like covenant brothers or sisters. You are like David and Jonathan. David Jonathan. You are knit together. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 says, A man that has friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. There are some people in your life you don't come from the same father, same mother with them. But you know that this one and so when him say wait here, he is my body body. Oh yeah, me, me, madam for pan. We call them covenant brothers or sisters. Yeah, from aye and we are no more. You are May God give everybody here. Yeah, come on, my obi a Jonathan in your life in Jesus name. Jonathan, I will grab him. Let me hear you say that amen again. Amen, Kasiapa. May God give our children 
covenant brothers and covenant sisters in Jesus' name. So in John chapter 19, verse 25, the Bible, the Bible says, Bible say, Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother. And his mother's sister married the wife of Cleos. Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. And Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother, and the disciples standing by, whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Now, John. This John Yohani was not the biological son of Mary. But when Jesus was going, when he was about to die, he wanted to trust somebody on earth to take care of his mother. The Bible says that he looked on the side and saw the disciple whom he loved. And he said, woman, behold your son. It means that from today, I can trust John that the same way John loved me and I have loved John. John will take care of you just the same way I took care of you. I pray for you. May God send you a helper in the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes I sit down and I ask myself and this is a question you should ask yourself. God forbid you will not die before your time. But should it happen that you are not around? Who will take care of your children? Have you noticed that most of the times you look through your family, you can't find any family member you can trust. That this one, because as soon as you start having something small, most of our family members, they start praying. Do you know Bonimawo? No, ask your neighbor. Do you know Bonimawo? Huh? They start praying Bonimawo prayers. When they hear you are sick, so they are waiting to hear when you die. May God disappoint them one by one. But Jesus who trust John. Somebody say amen. But one of the things you also need to know is how to relate to people above you. Last week I mentioned that we all have people on our level. People above us and people below us. Those who are writing, quickly write this down. Number one. Everybody have people with whom they are on the same level on some two that are above us and below us. But there are people like I said who are above us. We look up to them and all of that. So how do we benefit from these relationships? The reason why a lot of people are not able to benefit from people above them is because of this. Number one, they are not able to define the people they relate to. Now, everybody who says you are my friend, you should 
Wisdom is your ability to define the people in your life. So, by wisdom, I should know that this person who is a friend of mine, we are friends, but we are not on the same level. Some people, you are not able to you know, benefit from the people above you. The reason is because you've not been able to understand that even though you seem to be friends, you are not equal. Can I hear somebody say amen? I have friends in ministry. Some of them are above me. When I meet with them, even though we are friends, my attitude is different. When I meet my colleagues, but they are all friends. If somebody understand what I'm talking about, the other reason is because some people, most of us we relate with people wrongly. And sometimes we even relate to the wrong people. Not everyone above you is a mentor. Not every colleague must be a friend. Not every subordinate or not everybody below you that you can help. There are people who are above you they can't be your mentors. Time will not permit me to explain that. But they may have wrong principles. If I have somebody above me who drinks, likes women, does all sorts of things, they can't be my mentor. Are you understand what I'm talking about? And there are some two that are below you. You can't help them. You can't help them. Some of them they are so arrogant. They are so proud. They talk plenty. You can't help them. I remember one day, Archbishop sent a young man to come and see me. Because he was having challenges with his church. And Archbishop thought I could help him, so he came to see me. When he came, and we started talking, he spoke, and then I wanted to address the issues. As soon as I started, then he jumped in again. Talked plenty, so I kept quiet and looked. Then I came in again. Then he jumped in again. Then I sat down finally. And I said to myself, This one, he's above help. He's above help. So later I told Archbishop this is the experience I had. He said, Meet him again. When you meet him and he does the same thing, tell him to shut up. Tell him to shut up because what you know, he doesn't know 5% of it. So he came again. He started the same thing again. And I told him, You know your problem? You can't learn. Are too proud? You came with a problem. But you talk more than the one helping you. Some of you, God will give you the opportunity to meet great people. When you meet them, don't talk plenty. When you meet somebody who can educate you, help you, don't try to impress them. 
Am I speaking to somebody here? On Saturday, I met a certain man of God. It was on Friday. A very senior bishop, a colleague of Archbishop. And we're having a conversation. He said, Ah, Ray, it's like you're very quiet. eh?" I said, No, I'm not quiet. I said, But you are not talking. I said, Papa. Papa, I'm listening to you. You don't meet a senior man. Oh. Oh. Then you now start bragging. Receive wisdom to relate in the name of Jesus Christ. Some too, they don't know who they are. And relationships mean nothing to them. Some people, some of you don't benefit from friendship because relationships mean nothing to you. There are some people, once they don't get anything physical from their relationship, oh, it's nothing. But one good relationship, one good relationship is worth more than a million dollars. May God give you good friends in the name of Jesus Oh, let me hear somebody shout a big amen. There is more I can share with you. But time will not permit me. Hopefully, we will get an opportunity. But I want you from now, especially in the coming year, value people. Value people. There are not too many good people in the world. When you find one as a friend, keep them well. Hold on well to them. They may not give you anything physical. But you could be like David and Jonathan. Although God had anointed David to become king. The only reason why he didn't die before his time was because he had a friend. A friend called Jonathan. Who any time his own father wanted to attack him, he would tell David, run away. Go this way. Go that way. Jonathan should have helped his father to kill David. Because if he said if David had died, Jonathan would have become the heir apparent. Jonathan would have sat on the throne. But Jonathan knew that all is thought about you. I've seen people who have opened doors. I remember one day. A friend of mine told me he, he introduced me to a certain somebody in America. America A big church. I was supposed to go. So I asked him, Have you preached there before? He said, No. But the way you are, you are better to preach there than me. I was shocked. There are good people in this life. Receive wisdom. I said, Receive wisdom. Know who a friend is. Hold on to them. So, and there are people God will bring your way. They may be younger than you. They may be below you. Don't only look for people who can open doors for you. Also look for people you can open doors for. Look for people you can help. And as we do, the God of heaven 
Our best friend Jesus. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Amen. Amen. I want to believe you are blessed. Bow down your head with me. Let's pray. If you came this morning and your sins are not forgiven, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are not sure if you die today where you go. You don't know whether you go to heaven or you go to hell. But you can be assured this morning. You can be assured. Especially when Jesus forgives you your sins. If you are here and you want your sins forgiven. I want you to lift up one hand. Whilst every eye is closed. Every head is bowed. From upstairs. Downstairs. You want your sins forgiven. Please lift up your hand. And I'll pray with you. Yes. If your hand is lifted, please lift it up well. I want to see your hand up. So that I can pray with you. You want your sins forgiven. Lift up that hand. I, I want to pray with you. If your hand is lifted, stand to your feet. You are the reason why we came here today. Stand up on your feet. I'm going to pray with you. You want your sins forgiven. Yes. You want your sins forgiven. Please stand on your feet wherever you are. You want your sins forgiven. You want your sins forgiven. Don't miss this opportunity. Don't miss this opportunity. Let God forgive you your sins today. Come to him and he will forgive you your sins. Take your Bible. Take your bag. Whatever you came with. And walk to me in front here. Come to me in front here. Take your Bible and your bag. Yes, come. Come. Those of you upstairs, come. Come. Take your Bible, take your bag. Whatever you came with, come. Come. You want your sins forgiven. Come. Come and receive forgiveness from Jesus. 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 You want your sins forgiven. You want your sins forgiven. You want your sins forgiven. Yes, there are still some coming. Church, let's put our hands together for them as they come. You want your sins forgiven. You want your sins forgiven. Lift up your hands with me. You lift up your hands with me. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. Church, let's all lift up our hands and pray this prayer. Say with me, say, Lord Jesus. I know I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. I come to you today. Just as I am. Forgive me all my sins. Wash me with your blood. Come into my life. And make my life a testimony. To those who know me. Today. 
I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Amen. Put your hand on your chest. Let's pray. Father, thank you for these precious lives. Establish them in your kingdom. Let them live for you all the days of their lives. Use them, Lord. Use them and make them a testimony in Jesus' name.